Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. With me, and uh, I'm going to look at Galatians chapter 4 and verse 1. I'm going to read from chapter 4 and verse 1. It says, Now I say, this is Paul speaking. Now I say that the heir, that's H-A-I-R, that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave. In other words, even though an heir may be a child, he's, as long as he's a child, even though he may be the heir to his father, to his inheritance, as long as he's a child, he's the same as a slave, though he is a master of all. But he's under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world or under the limitations of the world or the limitations of our circumstances. Verse 4, but when the fullness of, but when the, fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. Verse 4 again, but when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son. This is what we're remembering at Christmas time, the Christmas story. But I want to highlight to you that. As Paul says in these few verses, that God was very strategic when he sent forth his son. It was a strategic thing that God was doing at a strategic point in time. Paul says through these verses here, it's a reminder to us. He begins by saying that, That the heir, as long as he's a child, he does not differ from a slave. Speaking of the heir, even though being an heir to his father's inheritance, that, that heirship, if you like, or inheritance is merely his potential that hasn't yet been outworked until an appointed time. And I wanted to remind us this morning that there is an appointed time of breakthrough for our lives, that there is an an appointed time of blessing, there is an appointed time of freedom for your life. And I want to tell you the time is right now. That the appointed time over your life came into existence through the person of Jesus Christ who was God in flesh, that the moment God sent His Son Jesus to this earth in the form of a baby, that became our appointed time for breakthrough. It's an appointed time. This significant act that we celebrate, or the significant story we celebrate every single Christmas, It's important for us to understand that when Jesus came, there had been 400 years of silence. 
from the end of the Old Testament, the book of Malachi, all the way through to the beginning of the New Testament in the book of Matthew. The start of the book of Matthew is 400 years of dead silence from God. 400 years of God not speaking. 400 years of no revelation, of no breakthrough, of no blessing, of no favour, of no guidance from God. But then God, through His Son, Jesus Christ, made a declaration that the 400 years of separation from God is now over and 400 years of silence from God is now finished. And God, through His Son, Jesus Christ, made a declaration that now is an appointed time for breakthrough. And I want to declare it over your life that now is the time for your freedom. Now is the time for your blessing. Sometimes we talk about freedom and blessing and the things that God has for us as being a long way off. And our life is all about journeying to try and get to this place of breakthrough. Sometimes I think we get in church life, I think we get a little bit confused, sort of thinking about our Christian walk. Yes, it's a journey in a sense, but it's not like we're going on a journey to try and get to a place of breakthrough or get to a place of restoration or get to a place of healing. If I pray enough and if I read enough and if I go to church enough, I will get to that place of blessing. I want to tell you that if you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour, the time for your breakthrough is right now. It's upon you right now. Now, if someone understands it, just give God some praise just for a moment. It's quite sobering. It's quite sobering to think, well, what do you mean? If, if all of this is upon me now, then what is, what is this talk about journey? You've got to understand that our walk with God is not journeying to try and earn something that God hasn't already done. You have to understand God has already done it and the appointed time for your breakthrough is now. This journey that we read about, this story rather that we read about, In the Gospels, in, in, in Matthew, where I was reading this story and looking at this, this amazing story that happened at an appointed time. That God became flesh at an appointed time, at a strategic time. The Christmas story is God's intervention. What Paul is saying, he says, when the time when the fullness of time had come. In other words, what, what Paul is actually saying, when time had done everything that it could possibly do, it represents the end of that 400 years. It represents the end of a season of man's efforts and the beginning of a season of God's intervention. 
It represented the end because prior to that, they were under the law. It was about what they did, what they earned in their own strength. But this appointed time represented the end of all of that and the beginning of God's Holy Spirit intervention in their world through Jesus Christ. And I want to tell you, when you get to that place where you feel like you've done all that you can do, when you feel like you've prayed all the prayers you can pray and you've worshipped all the songs you can possibly sing and gone to all the services you can possibly go to and done everything that you can possibly do in the natural, you are right at the perfect moment for God to intervene into your situation. There is an appointed time of breakthrough for your life and it is right now. The freedom, absolute and complete freedom for our lives is not waiting for us on the other side of eternity. It's not. I know we talk about it and I know we say, listen, it's going to be awesome. And we hear a lot of talk about Jesus coming back and white horses and crazy dragons and pearly gates and gold street and all of these amazing, awesome things. But I want to tell you, church, and encourage you this morning that God became flesh in the body of a baby so that we could experience absolute, complete freedom right now in this very moment. It's not about you just hanging on. People talk about, I'm hanging on until Jesus gets back. I am not hanging on until Jesus comes back. I want every stinking thing He has for me right now. I don't want it tomorrow. I don't want it next week. I don't want it when I grow up and become more mature in the faith. Forget all that garbage. I believe that Jesus came, wrapped Himself in flesh for an appointed time. And that time for you and I is right now. I believe it's time for us to receive that our time is upon us for freedom. It's a lie from the enemy that you've got to wait for your breakthrough. It's a lie from the enemy that you've got to wait, that you've got to earn your healing. It's a lie. It's a religious lie from the pit of hell. I want to tell you the time for your breakthrough is right now. The time for what you've been praying for and what you've been declaring. I felt like the Lord told me to tell you, start walking in it now. Start walking in it. Now, wake up, even though perhaps in the natural, you might be sitting there saying, this is cool, I enjoy it, I shouted a little bit this morning, but I'm not actually seeing it in the natural. Let's be real, let's be real honest. If I was to ask each and every one of you, there's things in your life that you, you hear a message and you say, that's awesome, but I don't see it in the natural. Think of these wise men when God, you know the story, the Christmas story. The Lord comes and the Lord comes and speaks to these wise men. Says to these wise men, shows them through a a, a supernatural occurrence of a star guiding them. 
speaks to them and says that there's a baby to be born in a manger. Speaks to these wise men. Look at this. They were not even, it wasn't that they were just going. They weren't just making a journey to visit a baby. These wise men, because remember when they asked, where do we go? They said, where is the one who is to be born king of the Jews? So they got a revelation that where they were going, it wasn't just a crazy star that they were following. They got a revelation that was actually bigger. They got this revelation that if they would just start, look at how their journey began. Their journey began with just little small steps of obedience to get them to this place where they were able to encounter who Jesus was. How do you start to walk in this freedom and this fullness? It's just little small steps of obedience saying, God, I'm just going to believe it. I'm just going to believe it. I don't see it. God came and said to him, if a baby's going to be born king of the Jews, I'm not going to show you the baby. I'm just going to give you a star to guide you. I'm not going to show you. I'm not going to show you the whole thing. I'm just going to guide you. Think about their journey. We're not talking one day to the next. We're talking years and years and years. How do we get to this this freedom, this breakthrough, this revelation, this healing that God has already done? Small steps of obedience. The wise men understand their journey wasn't a journey that necessarily made sense. It was a bizarre, absolutely bizarre occurrence. A star in the sky. Come on, man. Like, are you serious? A star in the sky. Jesus, the the son of God in the form. I know this is elementary, but in the form of a baby. Come on. This doesn't make sense. But I want to tell you what this does is this highlights how truly obedient these wise men were. They said, you know what? I'm just going to believe. I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe that if the word says that whom the son sets free, that they're free indeed. I'm just, Ben, I don't, I don't necessarily feel it. I don't necessarily look free. My mind doesn't feel free. My family doesn't seem free. But I'm just going to begin taking a small step of obedience to say, God, I'm just going to believe on your word. I'm not going to wait till I feel it. I'm going to step first and feel after and just say, you know what? I'm believing today that I'm free indeed. I'm going to wait. My mind will come into play and my body will come in to follow my declaration. But it's small little steps. Of obedience. Maybe at Christmas time, sometimes I think at Christmas time we we come together and we celebrate. But I think also there's a part of us that sometimes we look back at the year and we think of all of the things that we wished we had broken through in at this time. Sometimes I think if if we're to be, if you're like me, you sort of, sometimes I'm like, I analyze and I try and plan and I try and work everything out. I had 2017 worked out. Do you know what I'm talking about? You had it all planned. And then you get to the end of the year and you look back and the things that you thought were going to happen, maybe they, maybe they didn't happen. 
See, it's understanding. It's this, it's this, it's this faith walk and this faith journey that God has got each and every one of us to take us to this place of freedom. But we have to understand that His ways are not our ways. Don't get discouraged this Christmas. Get excited this Christmas because when you look back and see that the journey didn't go the way you thought it was going to go, that just means someone else is guiding it. That just means that, you know what, things didn't happen the way I thought they were going to happen. That means God's hand must be upon it because His ways are not my ways. So whenever things go different to my ways, that means that's where God's hand got upon it and steered it a different direction. Have the faith in knowing that God is guiding me. What does the Word of God say? You hear me talk about it. I pray it over my life and family every single day that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. God is ordering your steps. God ordered your steps this year. Yes, there's things that perhaps you wished He did. Yes, there's things you were believing for that didn't happen yet. But take faith in knowing that God's hand is upon you and your steps are being guided. You're being guided by the Lord. This journey, this whole Christmas story is an incredibly unusual story. It's very unusual right from the very start. The fact that God chose a virgin Mary is unusual. The fact that God even chose a person, a human, is, is unusual. He's a supernatural God. He didn't need Mary. He could have just appeared through the clouds. He can do anything. It's an unusual story. It's unusual. God speaks to Mary and says that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has put a child inside of you. And that child that's in you is going to save the world. That's incredibly unusual. To say the least. I imagine that was Joseph's response probably. I like to think that maybe Joseph said a few things that we don't read about when God first came and told him that his wife, who they had not been together, they were not married, was now pregnant and it was the Lord. Man, if your wife comes to you and says, I'm pregnant, it wasn't you, but it was the Lord. It's very unusual. It goes from, if you look at that, you look at the story as we're talking about of the wise men guided by a star. Guided by a star, listen, not to a palace, not to a throne. Guided by a star to a stable. It's an unusual journey. Whenever you find yourself on an unusual path, more often than not, it means that God is up to something. Whenever you find yourself going directions that you didn't expect. Anyone had that happen this year? Some things happened this year? And you're like, well, this is unusual. Maybe you're like, those are not the words that I said. But... 
We're in church, so let's say that. It, it, it was it's unusual. Some unusual things happen. Let me tell you something. When you're being guided by God, not only is there unusual circumstances, unusual attacks often come. Herod, Herod, lunatic, starts killing newborn infant babies. Like, what are we talking about here? Unusual, weird, bizarre attacks. Whenever you're on a path that God is guiding you on, often, often will come unusual attacks. But that's where you have to take courage because the same time an unusual attack came, there was some unusual guidance from God to steer them around the attack that the enemy was sending. Don't get discouraged when unusual things happen in your life. Some of you perhaps this year you've experienced some unusual things. You found yourself perhaps on an unusual journey where you thought the business was going to go one way, it didn't go that way, it went another way. And then you thought you, you, the, the work situation was going to go one way and then some things happened with the family that you couldn't have possibly orchestrated in your own mind and your own thinking. It was just incredibly unusual. But just because it's unusual, it does not mean that God's hand is not still upon it. Jonah's story was incredibly unusual. Jonah, trying to avoid God, jumps off the side of a boat and God sends a fish to eat him. We know the Bible, we know the Word and we look over these stories like it's normal. That's not normal sits in the belly of the fish, chilling for three days until the fish spits him out. I mean, my God, how creative do you want to get, Lord? Maybe you've been in some situations this year where you've been like, Lord, are you serious right now? I want to encourage you this Christmas. Just because it may feel like you're on a very unusual journey, an unusual path, it doesn't mean the absence of God's hand upon your life. God will sometimes put His hand on you and take you to unusual places. Because it's how we're wired, I think, as humans. The more unusual, the more we seem to cry out to God because we don't know what the heck is going on. If you read throughout the Bible, you'll see story after story. Joseph's journey was very unusual. Genesis 37, you can read about the journey of Joseph, the story of Joseph being sold by his brothers. First, they tried to kill him, threw him in a pit, falsely accused, put him in prison. It's an unusual journey. And I want to encourage you this Christmas, don't get discouraged because of unusual things, recognize that despite the, despite the fact that there might have been some unusual turns that your situation and your life has taken, unusual speaking of things that you didn't expect. Things that you didn't think were going to happen. Things that perhaps you don't understand. 
Don't get discouraged. But take faith in knowing that your time for your breakthrough is right now. Your time, despite unusual turn of events, turns of events that might have happened throughout your life and family this year, that God's hand is still upon you. That God is still guiding you. That God is still directing you. And He is taking you to a place of unusual breakthrough. And a place of unusual blessing. How many receive that over your life this year? I don't know about you, but I'm not praying for usual things. Usual is nice, but it's not supernatural. I don't know about you, but God has stirred my faith this year as we come in and we're about to come through Christmas quickly and hit the fast season that it's time to fast and pray and believe for God to do some unusual things. I felt like God stirred me and told you some of you need to revisit your prayer list and turn some of those prayer requests from usual prayers into unusual prayers. Remind yourself that you don't serve a usual God who takes you on a usual path. You serve an unusual God, a supernatural God who wants to do unusual things. Something unusual is about to happen in your family. Something unusual is about to happen in your finances. And if you would declare it, God will pour it out. He is a God of the unusual. Give Him praise if you believe it over your life. Unusual things. Unusual things. There have been things that are happening in your family that you haven't been able to work out, possibly understand or wrap your head around. God is about to turn that situation around in an incredibly unusual way. Something is unusual. And I want to say this to some families. Something unusual is going to happen this Christmas. I love it when God does unusual things where you just got to stop for a minute and say, this is, this is God right now. I feel like I got a picture of some families stopping for a moment in the middle of Christmas where you thought there was going to be turmoil and there is absolute peace in that home. You're going to go and find a little place in the kitchen so everyone else doesn't think you're mad and crazy and get in a cupboard and just thank God for the peace that surpasses all understanding because there was an unusual peace in that home. It shouldn't have been there because your family is that crazy. But God showed up and there was just an unusual joy. Praise God for unusual joy this Christmas. He's an unusual God. Just when, just when we think we've worked Him out. You ever try and work out, God? If I do this and then do that, then He'll do that. God is not a vending machine. You don't put in little prayer quarters at this time. With these words and you get this. I love, I love that we serve a God. I don't know about you, I always catch myself trying to work Him out. But I love that I serve a God that I cannot possibly work out. Okay, you can't work him out. Just when you think he's going to do something, he's got something else. Just when you think you thought that he was done blessing you and done touching you and done moving in your life. I came to tell some people that think that your time is done. You think you're too old. You think you're past it. God is not done with you yet. You thought you had him worked out. He's about to do something unusual. 
unusual things. It's never what we think. This whole Christmas story, it was unusual. Don't be discouraged when unusual attacks come. Been some things happening recently that caused me to stop for a thing. Stop for a moment. Think, okay, this is this is an unusual. There are things that you go through. Not everything's demonic always. Sometimes it's just life. But then sometimes there are some things where you've got to stop and say, okay, this is quite unusual right now. The enemy will always come and attack those things that are of most threat to him. When you're on an unusual path headed your way to walking in the freedom God has for you, expect some unusual attacks, but don't get rattled by them. Just like Paul, when he came upon that, the island of Malta, the Bible says that when the snake jumped out, that was an unusual thing, wasn't it? Like, how bizarre is that? Snake jumps out after dudes had a shipwrecked. I mean, you thought you had a bad week. It doesn't get much worse. Dude's still wet from a shipwreck, get bit by a snake. What is, but he just shake it off. Learn how to just shake off unusual attacks. But then you follow these, these wise men as you look, keep looking at this story. These wise men, they come before Jesus with an unusual worship. I felt like God encouraged me that it's a season this Christmas to give him some unusual worship. Worship that you wouldn't normally give him. That's what happened in this story. These wise men came. They brought these three gifts. We know them gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It's unusual to bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh to a baby. See, the unusual worship. See, understand that in the natural, these gifts are actually of no real benefit to a newborn. I mean, we got a newborn. All you want is diapers, just straight up. <laughs> diapers and cash. That's all. If you want to get us something, just get us that. I'll be real happy. Doesn't make sense. See, the wise men understood what these gifts were. Each one of these gifts were incredibly high in value. It wasn't about giving Jesus something that was of value to him. It was about them giving something that was of value to them. It meant something to them. It's like the woman with the alabaster box. It meant something to her. It was an incredibly unusual worship. I felt like God saying to us this Christmas, can we give him some unusual, some unusual worship this Christmas? Where we step outside of the normal, maybe we step into a, a level of surrender and abandonment before God like, what, like we've never done before. thinking of in first Samuel the story of, of Hannah. Remember the story of Hannah and Elkanah and she couldn't get pregnant and the Bible says that she went and she prayed. She sought the Lord in such an unusual way that the priest Eli saw her, this is unusual, saw her and thought she was drunk. I mean that's when you know you're worshiping. When in church on Sunday 
one of the ushers takes you out because they think you've drunk too much. But the Bible says that Eli, when he saw, when he saw her unusual praise, her unusual worship, said, your request has been granted. This Christmas, in a time of real tradition, isn't it? It's, it's a time of tradition, which is cool. It's good. We do it every year. It's awesome. Can we do some things outside of tradition this Christmas? Can we break the traditional way you worship? I'm not just talking about on Sunday service and how you sing the songs and whatever. Worship is a, is an act of, a, act of surrender from your heart. In this Christmas season, can we give Him some unusual praise that's not traditional? Can we take some moments this Christmas and get away from all of the different things that we're doing and just give Him some unusual praise? Lift up some unusual prayers as we look back across the year and reflect upon the year, even though some unusual things might have happened this year. Can we just declare out of gratitude to our God, God, I thank you that your hand. Yes, there were some turns that I didn't expect or even necessarily want. But God, I just thank you that even in those times, your hand is still on me. That even in those unusual times where it doesn't make sense, you're still guiding me even when I'm pushing against it and and I don't sort of know what's going on you're still guiding and you're still directing me just because things have not perhaps turned out perhaps the way you thought worked out a little unusual maybe you think it's unusual that I went through what I went through this year that the way that divorce went down the fact that I'm even divorces is, is unusual God's hands upon you Maybe you look at the business at how things are going down and what's happening. So take joy, even though it might have taken an unusual turn. God's hand is still on you and God is still guiding you. Not only that, you're being guided by a great, awesome, amazing, loving, heavenly Father who only has good things for you. He won't take you to a mediocre place, a normal place. He's going to take you to an unusual place. An unusual place. How many received this for yourself this morning? Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you were blessed.